I like my beer like I like my women. Stout and bitter. Live from the Thunderbird Distillery in Karanos, Dunmoreau, it's time to dust off your favorite drinking mug, order up a pint of Rhapsody Malt, and settle in for another round of Tavern Cast. A regular swig of tools, tips, tales, and tricks from the world of Warcraft. All right, welcome to TavernCast for the week of June 18th, 2005. Uh, this is Aloysius. This is Cromley. And Karg. And Karg. We're here uh, with a brand new show. I uh, want to introduce you guys to us and uh, let you know a little bit about what we're going to be doing. Uh, the TavernCast is a different spin on the World of Warcraft podcast. And we're basically just going to be talking about uh, everything World of Warcraft, tips, tricks, secrets, stuff we've learned... Stuff we uh, want to do. Stuff we dislike. Stuff that Karg does that we think is funny. Yeah, funny bits with Karg. That that would be correct. Karg is is an uber elite individual that is uh, very humorous. See, I figured we'd talk about tips, news, and hot chicks, but that sort of rhymes. But all the hot chicks are guys. Uh, <laughs> we learned that by now. Wrong game. Night elf <laughs> chicks are always guys. <laughs> so we thought we'd uh, introduce you guys to us. Um, who we are and what we play, what server we play, etc. So, uh, my name's Aloysius, and I'm a level 60 paladin on the Manoroth server, the PvP server. Um, I, uh, I am far from the greatest PvPer on the server. It's not a big secret. Cargo will attest to that, actually. That's right. He sucks. Um, but, uh, we all hold our own alright, depending on how many mobs we take at once and how many, uh, PCs are attacking us at once, which with the horde seems to be all of them. Um, but honestly, even one-to-one, I can't hold my own very well. If it's anyone other than maybe a, like a... Level, level 45. Level, no, even 45. <laughs> level 40, you know, priest, maybe I might be able to take. But see, I uh, my play style is... I, I think the reason I'm, I'm, I have less luck on the uh, PvP server is that my play style tends to be more towards the uh, roleplay slash casual end and so I kind of like uh, the lore of the game and uh, a lot of the a lot of the stuff that goes on in the game that's not PvP related but I got talked into it by these two guys uh, into playing the PvP and thought that uh, once the honor sister system came out it would uh, it would get better and uh, you know it, it has a little bit but uh, it, it's still annoying as heck to get ganked all the time but we'll get into that at some point I have a short history with MMOs I played City of Heroes uh, which was the first MMO I played and Got into that for a good six months or so and uh, cut my teeth. And then uh, Cromley and Karg and I all played in the uh, beta of World of Warcraft and got going in that and found that we really liked it. And uh, here we are today. So hopefully uh, uh, be able to help you out. I also play a bunch of alts. Got some alts on different servers where I play Horde and... Uh, got mid-level characters in almost every class except for Rogue and uh, Shaman. So I ought to be able to help you out uh, with tips as I come across them. So Cromley, what about you? Uh, my name's Cromley. I'm a level 60 rogue on the same server, obviously. I have a pretty long experience playing these kind of games, all the way back to the mud days of you know, 10, 12 years ago. 
uh, including EverQuest, uh, Shadowbane, Asheron's Call. Um, got suckered uh, Aloysius here into City of Heroes and then into Warcraft. Uh, actually suckered Karg into uh, his original addiction with EverQuest after weaning him off of Diablo 2 of all things. EverQuest so, sucks. Anyways, I'm definitely much more of a uh, PvPer than uh, Aloysius here. I've, I don't much care for the RP servers or the PvE servers or the Bluebe servers as we used to call them in EverQuest. So I will now let Karg take the, take the mic. Alright, hi, I'm Karg. Level 60 Warlock on the same server that this Jokers are on. Um, pretty much live in the same state, play the same game most of the time. Uh, yes, I did get suckered into playing EverQuest, and that would be another new whole segment by itself. Uh, but or a podcast by itself. Um, so you know, we're just here to chit chat with you, answer some questions uh, the best we can, and uh, hopefully have fun and have a few drinks here and there. So we're going to be putting up a uh, website here that should be up about the time this first broadcast airs. Uh, and that'll be located at www.taverncast.com. That's T-A-V-E-R-N-Cast.com. Um, I want you guys to go on up and check it out. We're going to have some user forums up there. We'd love to have your feedback as to what we're doing, um, suggestions, comments, clarifications, and I'm sure we're going to get the copious amounts of, hey, you noobs, you suck, loller skates. Um, I'll just let Karg answer those. <laughs> um so, um, Cromley, why are we uh, why are we doing this podcast? What's the goal? Well, I don't know what the goal is. The goal, I guess, is to do a podcast and hopefully have fun with it. But um, I think I think I we just thought that uh, there was a, a lack of podcasts for, um, for for a game as popular as World of Warcraft. Uh, I think it, they're breaking two million subscribers now, and and there's a, there's a couple other podcasts which we like. They're all good podcasts. We're not saying anything bad about them. Um, but it just seemed like like something this big should have have some more uh, some more podcasts and some more resources for people who uh, want to get their Warcraft fix when they're at work or in the car or basically can't be playing. And we also thought that maybe we could give you a little bit more uh, of a, a useful point of perspective as people who have played all the way up to level 60 on one of the PvP servers, um, one of the most probably heavily populated and uh, contentious <laughs> PvP servers in Warcraft. So we've got a lot of experience under our belt, even if we're I, none of us are really as uber as the most uber on the server, but we still have a pretty good amount of experience uh, in this and in other games, so that might be useful to people. You know, it's funny, one thing we've found uh, lately, especially me, I've been playing a lot on uh, Scarlet Crusade. I forgot the server RP there for a second. Yeah, the RP server, Scarlet Crusade, just to try to get a break off of the Manoroth stuff. So I rolled up a Gnome Mage over there and then playing, playing that. And, uh, you know, there's not much PvP, but uh, when when there is the PvP there, when one of the some of the Horde come in and are flagged, it becomes really clear uh, that the folks on the RP server, for whatever reason, just do not PvP at the level that the people over on the PvP servers do. I mean, we there's no doubt that uh, outside of maybe Karg, the, the rest of us are not the elitist, most elite of the PvPers, but on the RP servers, uh, we're gods. It's just crazy. And there's a, there's a big... Uh, I'm sure we're gonna get flamed for that. But there's a there's a big spread of um, of abilities that that are just not used on the RP servers that are used on the, the PvP servers. Like for example, I was standing over there the other day um, outside of Karanos actually, where we're doing this broadcast live now. Um, 
and there some horde came through and they were flagged for PvP and a bunch of the area the folks in the area who were all probably between levels oh, I don't know eight to maybe all the way up to twenty there's probably about six or seven of them started going in on these two horde both of whom were skull and crossbones to us look based on the look of their uh, their armor they were probably in their early mid forties probably. At any rate, so I'm a 15 mage over there, and I'm just saying, well, what the heck, I'm going to go ahead and lay into him. And uh, basically, I go into this druid, and I start nuking him from a distance, and he stands there for almost 8 seconds. Now, on Manoroth, I'd be lucky to get a shot out before the, the horde player, who's going to be a lot more skilled, starts jumping around and hitting me and dotting me and everything else. He just stood there for about 8 seconds. Finally, he realized something's hitting him, so he turns around, he stands there and looks at me for a minute... <laughs> And then he starts running at me. So he runs up, I jump over him, I spin around midair, land behind him, and start shooting at him again. And it takes him another five seconds or so to turn around and figure out what the heck's going on. So so, so maybe this is PvP tip number one. Use your right <laughs> mouse button. Use the jump well, key. Don't just stand there and don't just rotate using your keyboard. You could be role-playing a super druid or something. Well, actually, that's what yeah, Crowley was saying. Maybe he was role-playing a drum. Yeah. Yeah. said in the midst of the fight, maybe he was sitting there role-playing, you know, what, what was it? Someone who's stoned or something. Heart, has something been hitting me? <laughs> Thine armor feels sundered. <laughs> so the bottom line for that one is, is that a level 15 mage dropped the skull and crossbones druid after about, oh, 30 to 40 seconds worth of fighting. And that that just wouldn't happen. I mean, it would just never happen. Sure it would. People drop you all the time. With me. Yeah. Yeah, but how, when's the last time you well, got someone left. 20 levels above you? Yeah. Man. Who is who wasn't AFK? No, no, no. Karg's talking about when the level 45 druids dropped me, the level 60 paladin. That's true. Yeah. That's like every other day. Well, yeah, that's so, you. So it does happen. Know. Or you know the the level you know 10 shamans just spam, you know frost shock, over and over and over and over again until I die, <laughs> which happens every other day. So anyways, anyways, we'll, we'll definitely talk a lot about PvP in the future. That's what, whether you like it or not, it's a fact of life on Manoroth, and uh, you end up having a lot of PvP under your belt by the time you hit 60, uh, whether you look for it or not. So, And I'm lucky as a rogue in that um, I can kind of choose my choose my fights, but we'll definitely talk about that more later. And we'll talk about all the pluses and minuses of the classes as, as we've seen them out of the ones that we've played, um, and just just our general observations of the game and whatnot. I'm, I'm sure I'll chime in with the usual non uh, PvP type stuff off and on as I see interesting lore things in the world and, and whatnot that, that are, that's interesting. So we got a little bit of news to cover with you this time. We're not, we may not be doing a full show today. We've got a couple of things we want to talk about, but uh, one of the things we want to get through is just the uh, some of the information that's come up in the uh, the past week here. Uh, they posted patch 1.6 on the servers, um, and some of the biggest things that that brings in is. Um, one that's very important is the uh, Battle Masters. Um, for you, those of you who have played Battlegrounds, you know that in the past you had to travel to Altrack Valley or Warsaw Gulch in order to uh, get into the queues for the even enter the Battlegrounds. Thankfully now you can do that by just going to Battle Masters, which are in all the big cities, and you can ask a guard and get right into the queue. And uh, I've done that with uh, Warsaw Gulch without any problem, got right in. I haven't been able to get into Altrack Valley at all since... Um, Battlegrounds came out, and we can talk about the problems with Alterac later. I can't really say much about it because I can't get in to, to look at it. You so. used the Battlemasters already? I've again? used the Battlemasters, yeah. They work fine. So, is it, does it work just like the regular system? Yeah, yeah in Ironforge, they're right in the uh, Warrior 
uh, military ward or whatever they call it, and uh, they're pretty easy to find. Yeah, you just go right up to them, and it's exactly like if you had uh, done it at, at you know at the uh, Warstone Gulch and tried to run into the little little portal thing. So, huh. Oh, that sounds cool. And it saves you a heck of a lot of time. And one little tip I found out last night is if you need to go to the other uh, other continent from Ironforge, there might be a way to do it. Just go into a quick game of Warstone Gulch. Um, lose because every game I've been in as an allied player I've lost in Warzone Gulch, and then you can then you're right there in uh, Ashen Vale and you can go wherever you need to go. That that's an exploit from the oh, Battlemaster portal. So elite. You're gonna get banned for I'm that. Uber. You are so one three three seven. Well, I guess Uber. you could even uh, <laughs> join the queue, get in the game, and then leave right away. But I don't think that would endear you to your teammates. So oh. so here seriously though, one of the general updates is that they remember your name. But seriously, if you forget your name, you shouldn't be playing this game at all. Oh, the remember name <laughs> yeah. checkbox yeah, on the sign-in screen. Yeah. Even someone as drunk as me can remember my noggin name. Well, we can always tell you too. It's Karg. K A. Come on, R. Um. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. It's not five o'clock yet. So also, um, they released uh, a new instance called Blackwing Lair, um, and that's where Nefarian the Dragon is, and it's a uh, 40-player raid dungeon. You get to go in there and beat on the dragon. Now, um, it's it's max level, so it's uh, you've got to be pretty tricked out in your set piece armors and um, your gear, and just about the highest form of a level 60 you can be to probably get in there. Not to mention you need to be probably a part of a guild or known by a guild that's going to run those kind of instances. But um, if we're lucky, we might be able to uh, get access to some of our uh, more Uber of friends and see if we can get a report from inside Blackwing Lair in the, in the coming shows. Also, the uh, Dark Moon Fair has been released, although it's not out yet. Um, Dark Moon Fair is, is basically, it, it's like a uh, carnival that's going to roam across Carnies. the world. It's carnies. Um, they, uh, basically, it's going to go from Elwyn Forest over to uh, Mulgore. And uh, it, it's a traveling carnival, and you go there, and you get tickets, apparently, and uh, you go out in the world in quest, and you bring back items that they want. You can turn them in for gear and uh, stuff, and in some cases, uh, epic things. I know, for example, that uh, right now in the game, there's cards, uh, like playing cards, that are being dropped by some of the mobs. Hmm. And the playing cards form a set of eight. Um, for example, it's like the Two of Beasts, the Four of Beasts, the Ace of Beasts, etc. They uh, bind on pickup. Um, you know, I don't think they are because I think the whole idea is that you can trade them back and forth with, hmm. with other people. To see what they're going for. But when you collect the whole set, uh, they they uh, will give you elite trinkets that do different things. I know, for example, I think the uh, the deck of Maelstrom um, does some kind of a trinket that brings lightning down on you. A percentage chance of bringing lightning down on your opponents. Ooh, you could yeah. play God. True? <laughs> 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 Looks like Karg wants that. <laughs> Karg likes that idea. So, uh, for all you people out there, the uh, Darkmoon Fair, the, the items are dropping in the world right now, uh, but the fair itself is not going to start until the rumored date of August 1st, at which point it will show up in Elwyn Forest. Uh, on Alliance side, on all the servers. One week later, it'll pick up uh, stakes and move on out to Mulgore, um, where it'll be out there for one week. Now, I, I'm not clear, and maybe somebody out there listening can clue me in, but uh, I don't know if it's going to go week to week to week, or if it's going to go Elwyn to Mulgore and then take a break for a month or something, but uh, we'll find that stuff out for, you, out for you later. So along with that, there was a bunch of fixes to the different classes, um, and we'll probably get to those at some other point. Um, as we get into the various classes. 
all in all, they, they're improving the game with instances and uh, quests and items to try to keep it fresh and, and viable and, and whatnot. So we're going to take a quick break for a second. We'll be right back. Mm. Hey, you're eating yogurt. Mm -hmm. Did you know yogurt's made from active cultures? Mm -hmm. And do you know what that means? Mm -mm. It means it's alive. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yogurt's alive. And you know what happens when live things get in you, don't you? Mm -hmm. They search for nourishment. In fact, right now, little yogurt parasites are stampeding through your system, attaching themselves to vital organs and leaching the life out of them. Uh. That cup of yogurt is eating you from the inside out, chewing on you from tongue to tailbone. Uh. That's why eating yogurt helps you lose weight. Uh. So go on. Have some cool, delicious yogurt. Yogurt, it's like swallowing a ravenous rat. Oh. This message brought to you from the National Ice Cream Council, who urges you to stop eating yogurt because it's alive, and that's pretty icky. get into another subject here that we've been waiting to talk to you about. But that kind of segues into uh, the next thing we're going to talk about, which is Life Past 60. I think most of us, when we hit 60, we got burned out for a while. I know I stopped playing, well, I stopped playing often for about, I don't know, two months. I mean, we, we all hit, well, Karg hit 60 back before the new year. <laughs> and the rest of it, uh, Eloisius and I hit 60, probably what, March? Something, yeah, yeah. something like that. So we've been 60 for a while, and and for a while, I mean, we, we hit 60 before the Battlegrounds were out, before the honor system was out. And uh, I think to some extent we got a little, you know, we got a little burned out. We weren't sure what to do. Once you hit 60, you can't level up anymore. And uh, the other problem that at least Aloysius and I both have complained about is that we don't particularly care for the very long instance raids, which most level 60s end up doing a lot of, like lower black rock or... That kind of thing. I've done one of them, and it took like four hours to give me the chance to roll on one of my special set item pieces. We'll talk about all the high high end, you know, level 60 type equipment later. But but the the bottom line was that, uh, that I think that's part of the reason that I got a little burned out at 60 is that I didn't know what to do. You know, I I was done leveling. Uh, most of the people who had hit 60 in the guild had also stopped playing because none of us were you know super uber. And after a couple months, most of the, the rest of the guild had kind of migrated on to other guilds, the people who were, who were into all the, the high-end instances. Yeah, we, we know who them. you are. Yeah, we'll get you. <laughs> yeah, we got a radio show now. You yeah. guys are screwed. We're going to start listing your names. We have the power. <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, I, I share Cromley's pain on this a little bit. I, I've done a couple more instances than he has in the time being, but, I mean, one thing that definitely frustrates me is I've got two of the set pieces for the what's called the Light Forge armor for the Paladin. And I, I'm just... Uh, what set pieces are. What's that? We should probably explain what set pieces are. Yeah, well, set pieces, for those who may not know... Um, if you're just starting out, you might not realize this. They're, they're full sets of armor at the highest level. Um, they're, they're all blue, or they're all purple, depending on what tier of that armor. Um, and you go into these instances, basically, and they drop irregularly from the, from the dungeon runs. Um, and once you get a full set, there are bonuses... 
not only the bonuses that are currently on each individual piece of armor, but each individual piece of armor adds up to set bonuses, which gives added just, uh, bonuses to, to uh, your character based on wearing that entire set. A good example would be, I think the Lightforge armor gives you a uh, chance to heal when, when you're in combat and a chance to shield yourself. Uh, when you're in combat from that. Not to mention, I think it gives added set bonuses for spirit and intellect and things like that. And I don't quote me on it. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of mail telling me where I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm taking the guess based on what I remember seeing, but uh, um, that's pretty much the deal. So anyways, the you know, I, I, I've gotten a couple of the set drops, and I've been to Stratholme and Scalamance and Lower Black Rock Spire and Upper Black Rock Spire, um, been at the door to Molten Core, um, but not obviously been in it because it's a much larger range. That's but, right, yeah, we tried going in there once. Right yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, it, the bottom line is, is like, for example, I've been now to uh, Western Stratholme, or I'm sorry, East Stratholme. Yeah, I've been to that one too. And that one wasn't too bad, actually. No, no. Um, but in Eastern Stratholme, in order for me, Baron Rivendare is the guy who drops all the leg armors for some of the different classes that are in there. I think he drops the. Uh, Valor plates, leg yeah. plates, and he drops the the Lightforge leg plates, and he drops the Hunter's Wild Thorn. He drops the Warlock's uh, leg set too. It does. So he must drop the leg sets for everybody. But that guy, the, every time I've been in there, I, I've only seen him drop Valor. I've been in probably 15 times now. And I'm to the point where 15 times is about enough. At, at some point, it stops being fun and it starts being farming. And, you know, you, you sit in Ironforge and you you know, spam the general chat looking for a group, and when you finally get the group, it takes them an hour to get where they're going, and then no one's coordinated, then you go in there. So after you're all done running the instance, and you get maybe one blue item, maybe, and a bunch of junk greens, you walk out of there with less money than you would have had if you would have just farmed mobs out in the world, and and no set armor. So it's and, well, in some ways, it's less aggravating if if you're on your own farming, you don't have to put up the rest with the rest of the party that you may be with. Um, for me, it was just too much, too much, uh, too little reward for the amount of time that, that it takes me. You know, four hours going through an instance just to have the chance to roll on one set item, assuming there's another rogue in the party, which there usually is. It's just not worth it to me. I'd rather spend no. my, my time in game doing something more interesting. Well, actually, how much, how much set do you have? All your yeah, set pieces. I have all my set pieces. You did. Get how many yeah, instance like, raids do you think you had to go on and get that? Like, uh. Probably, well, I, I think I got lucky for all the pieces except my uh, robe, which took me about... Well, part of the reason, 20. too, is that there's uh, fewer warlocks, for whatever reason. At least there used to be. On Manoroth, anyways. On Manoroth. Because warlocks are just the worst class to play. I mean, they're just yeah. so lame. Why losers playing? Why are they lame? Uh, they suck. They can't play. I mean, they're the worst class ever. Don't play them. Oh, I don't even want to hear that. <laughs> here's here's what Karg usually says about warlocks. that They're the best ever. And I honestly, trying to... Karg and I sat down, I don't know, a couple... What was it? A couple months ago yeah. where I tried to beat you in yeah, every conceivable way um, and you know Karg was sitting over there trying to figure out how could a set level 60 paladin beat me if if I'm using the what is it the the um, the different pets the uh, seductress the seductress yeah, yeah the um, they're the hard to chick. beat <laughs> yeah so, well, well I mean we'll do a special on warlocks at some point and talk about the different pets and what they're good for actually I should say Karg will do that because I know almost nothing about them Except I will point out the only time I ever build Karg, I beat him. So, you know, what can I say? Well, yeah, it's because I was drinking too. Well, that's just a, a given. So, yeah. a constant. So that's some of the things we don't like about Life Pass 60. But I mean, I found quite a few things I do like about Life Pass 60. I mean, initially, I think 
it was a hard crash. For me, I, I really enjoyed, I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there like me, the, just the lore of the world. I was a real big quest text reader. Um, I was interested in where the quests were taking me and what was going on and whatnot. Which is kind of a bummer, actually, because now that all the high-end instances further the story, and it's hard for me to get in there, obviously. And when I do, people are less interested in what's actually going on in the instance and what the storyline is, as if they are just getting their gear. And I don't, you know, I don't berate that. There's different play styles for everybody. Um, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of things now past 60 where the, the quest just came grinding to a halt and it, uh, it got boring really fast. But now afterwards I've been able to go back and, and re-explore some of the things I missed, i.e. some of the quests that I missed, some of the areas that I kind of breezed through. I don't think during the whole time I was going up to 60 I spent more than maybe, I don't know, a day in Ashara doing maybe one quest. And now, you know... So there's some whole areas there that I know very little about. So some of that I'm going back and seeing what's back in there and uh, what kind of quests are still available for me to do and whatnot, even though I'm not getting much experience on it, or any, actually, past 60. And um, I spend a lot of time now trying to figure out ways to actually make money, whereas when I was going up to 60, uh, I used to be a 300 blacksmith and I was a weaponsmith. And I got all the way up to being an axesmith, where I could make the uh, Arcanite Reaper, which is a pretty high-end weapon that people pay a lot of money for. But the bottom line with that was is that it was so difficult for me to find the core ingredients um, and expensive to make that, that axe or any of those high-end weapons that I ended up pretty much losing money just to try to make money. And it became a very difficult thing to do in order to get the ingredients. I'd have to spend hours and hours farming the stuff, trying to get it or buy it in the auction house, and it just wasn't fun. And so I pulled the, the uh, professions out and went to skinning and herbalism and worked those really fast over a day or so by buying stuff on the auction house and just being the fact that I'm at 60 in all these uh, you know newbie areas or what I could just clear through the mobs and get what I needed but I worked both of those up to nearly their f uh, full potential now I think I'm like 285 to 295 on each of them now and uh, tell you the truth, just we'll do a whole a whole section sometime on how you make money in the game. But I, I'm just making money hand over fist, doing nothing but herbalism and leatherworking. Where I'm up well over 400 gold now, and that's maybe three weeks worth of work. And I'm just socking money away, working towards my elite mount. And Karg just gave me a look like serious. Karg remembers the days where wow. I didn't have any gold. Yeah, well, I have like probably less than 20 gold now. Yeah, I giving it to you, all you losers. Yeah. Karg, give me some gold. Karg, give me some gold. Well, Karg used to be, you know, so Karg advanced. Karg Yeah, he was the bank. So. But I paid you back. I paid you back for the gold you gave me. And so. I should have charged interest. I paid guys. you back with interest. Right. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's, you know, I mean, Karg, do you have any, what, what's life like for you past 60? You're not liking it as much You've as you did either, right? You've been past 60 longer Well, I've been past 60 for months. A long time. Yeah, I haven't probably played... Half a year, probably. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played for probably close to two and a half, three months now. And the last well, time so I played... you haven't even tried the Battlegrounds or anything. No, I yeah, had a hard time going in, just ended up killing hordes. Um, oh, that's fun. But, uh, you know, besides chatting with chicks online when I log on now, um, there's really nothing else after to do. After training to be a cage fighter, so, you chat with checks on that. After training to be a cage fighter, I... Do you actually use the game as more of like a avatar-based chat room than you do a game? Right, I'm just curious. Right now, I do. Every time I log on, I just sit down on IM Forge and just chat with, you know, people that I used to play with and, and uh, well, basically everyone else when I'm drunk. No, you're elite guildies, right? 
Right, well, my lead guild is just go on raids and kill dragons solo, then they don't talk to me. <laughs> so. so when you were going on, the, were you going on the raids to get your stuff, or were you going to just primarily as a social thing to chat? Why were you doing it? Oh, well, some of the times I go for fun, because uh, I have no life. But besides that, I mean, once I got all my presets, I stopped going. Yeah, and, okay. Well, I think they've got, I think they might have new sets out now, too. Or at least, the, like, I know the, the new uh, dragon... Whatever the lair is that came out, the new forty-person raid instance that came out in the last patch. I know that they drop that drops a lot of new. Yeah, there's the items. tier two epic armors are in the new black yeah. lair. Yeah, so. the, the tier one so epic armors are in uh, molten core. Well, Slacker. I, I went to molten core twice with uh, you know pickup groups of forty people plus, and it seems like unless you have a big guild where everyone knows everyone, or you know if you have a good leader. I mean, we spent probably close to five hours. We got partly into the, you know, past the first part of the instance, and pretty much someone, you know, there's always one of those, you know, jokers that mess up and. Leroy. And Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, just basically wiped the whole the whole group. You know, and by the time people spent four or five hours trying to do something, yeah, pretty much say, you know. You know, so there's a lot more strategy. <laughs> there's a lot more strategy that you got to pay attention to and stuff like molten core. Whereas yeah, the, well, you just yeah. have to go with people you, you know and trust, which is you know, rare. So yeah. It's better off playing Pac-Man or Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> well, it takes less time at least. So. so the picture in summary of Life Path 60 is not one of being too dim. It just depends on your playstyle. If you're a person. Depends who, on what you like. Yeah, if you're really really into the instances and whatnot and getting your set armor. You probably like Life Path 60. So we didn't we didn't mention Battlegrounds at all in uh, Life Path 60, but I really like the Battlegrounds, and uh, I think that's probably true with you too. Well, is this is that uh, I hadn't played for a while, and when the Battlegrounds came out, we went we all you know sat down one day and went into the uh, Warsong Gulch, and we actually found we liked it quite a bit. It was quite a lot of fun, and uh, for me, I mean, my equipment is pathetic. Um, <laughs> It's late 40s, early 50s stuff for the most part. I have no set items. Um, I don't really have the uh, patience to go through the instances over and over again to get my set items. So, And in some instances, it's kind of fun to, to PvP with crappy equipment because, you know, if you can beat someone with uh, the Uber equipment and yeah. you're not using very good equipment, it's, it's a good feeling. Not that it happens too often. But. Actually, it happens enough. Yeah, uh, what we it, found, it all depends on the situation, really. When we were in Warsong Gulch, which is the, the smaller of the two battlegrounds, the Capture the Flag battleground, um, we we found a decent amount that a lot of the people, like you'd get a, a Horde Warrior wearing the full uh, Valor plate set, and that guy many times would drop just as fast as somebody not wearing one of the set pieces. So it just depends. But then again, I, I you know it depends on the player and how good they are. But but I've also just been beaten left and right out in the non-battleground world by people wearing uh, the full set pieces and and that new uh, the epic tier one epic armor the all purple stuff that's crazy. Anytime I fought anybody in any of that kind of stuff, it's toast. So whatever whatever bonuses that gives, it just must be out of this world. No, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I played EverQuest before and I played this one, but. I prefer the PvP in EverQuest just because yeah, it makes last a little bit longer. You know, in, in Warcraft, um, it's over the hit points, yeah. points go, you know, pretty much die in a matter of seconds. Well, but the other thing too is you played a warrior in EverQuest. Well, 
that's true. Which is but I mean, obviously, gonna have more hit points. Well, yeah, but you know, even as a caster in EverQuest, it seems like you have more leverage in terms of your hit points not going down that fast. More thing. So the speed of the PvP the is speed, just less. Yeah, it's it's too fast. I think at least you know, when, when I play. It is pretty, you know, pretty I mean, crazy. For those of you who have been PvPing a lot, I'm sure you know that. You know, if you have one, two against one, pretty much did in less than five seconds. Yeah, agreed. You know, agreed. One-on-one, um, one, I think, you know, if, if you're a 60 against a 60, regardless of the class, you should, if you know your class and play it well, you ought to be able to hold your own one-on-one on one until, you know, you just can't hold your own anymore and you die or they die. But when it's two-on-one, two 60s two on against one. 160, even if it's a 60 and, like, a 50 against 160, your chances go down, you know, exponentially. So... That goes back to what I was saying earlier too, is that where, where you guys are talking about the how fast the the combat is in Warcraft versus yeah, it's fast. I mean, you need to be able to react quickly to it, just kind of like what we were talking about on the RP server. On the RP server, yep. For example, from the other night. The simple fact that I knew how to jump and move and still stay in combat, and they didn't, makes a huge difference. So, um, practice, people. Yeah, I mean, I think what we're we'll do a PVP, we'll do more on PVP, but I think we'll be mentioning PVP almost every show because. Uh, you it, almost can't play Mandaros without uh, having a lot of PvP on your plate. But I think it, it boils down to two things. Which one is equipment, but the other is your skill and your level. And uh, But assuming even levels, skill and equipment. And, uh, you know, my equipment's not so not so hot. I think my skills are okay. And as a rogue, you know, I get to pick and choose usually my fight. So maybe that's part of the reason why I, I tend to like PvP a little bit more than uh, Aloysius the Paladin. Well, the bottom line about this whole Life Past 60 thing is that I just really love the game, and uh, I'm still having a good time with it, and while there's been some moments that have soured me on it, past 60, where I'm not sure what to do, uh, interest has re-arisen in various areas, and I, I, in general, I think Blizzard is doing a good job of patching things in that's keeping the interest up. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, they're, actually, it seemed like they had a very long dry spell there um, for Battlegrounds, but... Battlegrounds, I think, is big, because I really like Battlegrounds, and um, the uh, the rewards that come out of it look like some pretty decent equipment. I don't, I'm sure they're not as good as the set pieces, and they probably shouldn't be for game balance mm-hmm. reasons, because they're going to be easier to get, but it, that's a way for me to upgrade my equipment um, in a more enjoyable way than just grinding through instance after instance and doing the same instance over and over again. I'd like to do each instance once, I guess, to, to see what they're like, but I just have no interest in... You know, spending an hour trying to get into a group and then spending four hours going through it. Well, and it comes down to play style. Again, it's just, just not your play style. And some people are really into it and some yeah. people aren't. Yeah. So, but no, I'm, I'm still enjoying it. And I like going in. I, I do a little bit of farming. I do a little bit of helping newbies around. I do a little bit of uh, kind of watching them when they don't know they're being watched since I can be stealthed. <laughs> and and uh, picking off the horde to try to pick on them. That's always fun. Well, I got a couple good stories from the RP server I'll save in for future episodes, too. Yeah, maybe about... we should have an RP segment where you have the... Uh, RP story of the week. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of funny and interesting things that happen on the RP server that, uh, especially coming from Manoroth, where none of this kind of stuff happens. It's both entertaining and uh, actually adds rich, richness to the game. So well, some kind of cool stuff. We should do a we should do a segment or, or a story or whatever at some point where we talk about the difference in, I guess you call it the culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manoroth and RP I think are probably diametrically different very cultures. Very different. So. Yep. And there's a new RP PVP coming out. Role, yeah, role playing player no versus player. Yeah, I can't imagine. Although I wonder if all the real hardcore PVPers are, are not going to move. No, I don't think the PVPers are going anywhere. But the question is, is 
Are you what is that culture going to be server. like? Yeah. Well, the question is, will they allow you to transfer characters like how Evan Quest did? Well, I know that the people on the, the yeah the original RP server, one of them, which is the Argent Dawn server. Uh, I know there's a lot of stuff up on the forums there where those guys really want to be able to go over to the PVP server, the RP PVP server when it launches, because they were the ones that were big advocates of it, the RP PVP in the beginning, and they didn't get it. And so it remains to be seen whether Blizzard will you know, allow those kind of transfers. But hey, we're running out of time here, so we got to get into uh, wrapping up the show for this week. Uh, but we want to let you know there's some cool stuff coming in the future, so stay tuned. Uh, we're going to try to make this a weekly broadcast, but after actually this first one, we're taking a two-week uh, break to sort of get the show put together and form up uh, the listing of things we need to do for the future shows. So don't look for us again in uh, two weeks' time, uh, and then we, we're going we're gonna to try to be uh, week-to-week on the show, a weekly broadcast of TavernCast. Um, a couple of things coming in the future for you guys to look forward to. We're going to go back to the beginning with a couple of us are going to go and start characters at level one. And every week uh, we're going to come in and play as some of the notable things that, that happen uh, you know, from week to week of, of play, whether it's the first instances or the first uh, tough mobs in the region or what professions you pick or whatnot. We figure it'll be helpful for folks that are just getting started in the world of Warcraft and might want a little bit of uh, seed information about how to get going. I'm killing kobolds for candles. Yep. <laughs> There's nothing like good old kobold yeah, candles. Kobold slaying. Um, and then uh, yeah, we'll just be hitting you with a bunch of tips and tricks, secret areas, Easter eggs, uh, quest information, PvP tips, RP information. Well, um, I think the other thing that uh, we definitely want is uh, feedback and uh, I guess you wouldn't call it viewer mail, listener mail. So yeah, once the site's up uh, at taverncast.com, uh, go to the contact us thing and send us questions. We'll try to answer any question you got. I mean, most of our experience is with the allied side of things, but um, we'll try to answer anything you send. I think the org side is not that much different unless you have questions about specific higher level uh, quests because we haven't had any high level board characters. Hey, and let us know if you like the format and the, the style of the show, uh, what you think of the website and just in general uh, how we're doing and what could be improved and whatnot. We'll, we'll take a look at that. Um, also, and, also, if you want to know how to identify real chicks from like guys who play chick characters, I mean, it'll all be on the site too. Right? Send okay. send all mail to Karg. In fact, yeah. uh, you any know, pictures you want to enclose. Any to questions that you just don't know how to get answered anywhere else, about any topic you can think of, I guess Karg will be the guy to feel Yeah, we that. do want to have an Ask Karg segment, so if you have any question, even non-Warcraft related, like, <laughs> what is that lump, or, uh... Oh, yeah, I know about that lump. <laughs> is she a Just real blonde? Ask Karg. I could even get numbers for you, too. Is she a real All you guys out there who really want to talk to girls online, I know all about that, too. <laughs> Great. Hey, and uh, just as a week-to-week feature, I want to drop this real quick. Our website, again, is www.taverncast.com. Uh, go on up to the web there. You can get in touch with us through that way. Also, please send uh, your favorite World of Warcraft moments. and uh, Let us know the, the funniest thing that may be happening in the game to you or um, incidents like the Leroy Jenkins incident. Um, that people are so familiar with. And if people aren't familiar with that, we'll put links up to some of that stuff on our website. Yeah, we will get We're going to gonna have a cool stuff section of the site, and uh, it'll be worth checking out for what we put up there. So send us a favorite wild moment, and we'll read it on the air along with your name, and hopefully we'll get some nice, uh, funny, and interesting things. So again, that's www.taverncast.com. And this is Aloysius. Cromley. And Clark. And that's been another episode for the week of June 18th, 2005. Thank you all for joining us, and we look forward to a good future here. See you. Next round's on card. Bye, girls. You have-
Suck Suck. <laughs>